0: Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And hopefully that the whole image of wrestling and limping now kind of makes sense in light of our conversation last week.
1: Yeah. Although you said wrestling probably four (laughs) times too many times on the last episode, Which, which of course, we just put the episode out Monday because we couldn't get together last Wednesday. Um, to record. So the episode is out now, which people listening to this will be, it'll
0: come on Friday.
1: Yeah, this will come on Friday. Or late Thursday. Yeah, it's only been out two days as we're recording this. Yeah. Time. So mm-hmm. people may not have heard you say wrestling <laughs> 72 times.
0: But today we are talking about purity culture. And I don't know if that rings a bell for any of our listeners or not, but this was something that Clint wanted to talk about. So I'm going to let him uh, mention why he brought it up.
1: Yeah, so um, I've seen in Christian culture uh, the last several years, this kind of come up in a couple different ways. Um, more recently, there's been a Christian, a contemporary Christian artist named Matthew West who uh, released a song, like a, it was satire, it was a joke, and he wrote a song to his daughter called Modest is Hottest, and he talks about in the song, like, if I see you doing those dances like I see on TikTok, you're going to get like locked up for life or something like that, you know? And it sounds really cringy to, to talk about it out of yeah, context. Yeah, because he's
0: admitting that he's seen videos yeah, on TikTok. Well,
1: not only that, but he's, and but he's you know, sort of railing against this self-expression that some people like to dance on video, which is, you yeah. know, weird in and of itself, maybe for some people, <laughs> but uh, maybe enjoyable for other people. Anyway, so he's caught a lot of flack from from feminists and, and, and things like that for sort of uh, forcing his child or his daughter into this oppressive oppressive and constrained view uh, of of sexuality or expression. Um, Anyway, so he's caught a lot of flack for that. And then on the other side, we've seen people who kind of started this whole purity culture um yeah what's the guy's name within within Christianity uh, like Josh Harris wrote a book called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. Yeah. Uh years years ago and was like the benchmark for Christian evangelicalism. Didn't,
0: and he wrote that when he was like 20.
1: Right. Yeah, so yeah. Um <laughs> no one who's 20 should ever be writing a relationship book. <laughs> um myself included or anybody that I know. And so anyway, he wrote this book and it took off. It was big in, in all and not just like super like conservative Christian circles, but just mainstream uh, evangelical circles. Um, anyway, so he's recently said, I'm not even a Christian anymore mm-hmm. and, um, and divorced and things like that. So we've seen people do that. We've seen people leave the faith who, who kind of established these, these ideas. And so it just kind of got me wanting to talk to, want to talk about, um, our experiences with this idea of purity Uh, from a sexual perspective um, in Christianity, like Mm -hmm. our experience with that and growing up whatever.
0: Yeah. I grew up in a a large youth group setting. Um, And so my family kind of outsourced the faith essentially. (laughs) Uh, And and I can remember whole weekends devoted to uh, something called Passion for Purity. We even had shirts made. Oh man. (laughs) They were brown shirts (laughs) with the least sexy (laughs) color ever. (laughs) It's a nice earth tone. (laughs) They were brown shirts with passion and blue. Mm -hmm. And like it would kinda they kinda came together in four and then pink with purity. So passion for like boys and girls. Yeah. Yeah. And so you had to like this just tons of hormonal teenagers getting together for a weekend and talking about being passionate for purity. Yeah. And it was just wow. the most bizarre, as bizarre as you think it is, it was weirder yeah. to experience. But in the moment, you know, I, it's only looking back that it's weird and, and where I am currently that, it, that it's weird, you know, cause while you're going through, you're like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is what this, yeah. we should
1: do as Christians
0: have weekends devoted to passion. Where for we, purity. yeah.
1: Where we focus on our relationship with Jesus and how that's that's supreme, and we kind of quench all these other natural and um, routine urges that come up Yeah, part I, of purity.
0: I honestly could not tell you any specific thing I learned from these weekends. Right. I, but what I do remember, because you didn't grow up in this, and I'm no. sure you'll talk about that, but what I do remember, the message was either weirdly f- pro-sex, but in a very, like, You know, you can have sex with your hot wife, and uh, it's going to be awesome, and you can't wait to get married. It was either that, Mm -hmm. or uh, don't you dare have sex before marriage. And I guess there was a third instance where we use it, you'll lose it. (laughs) Where you just you you uh, you don't even talk about it at all, right? Yeah. So there was. It was always in the extreme or just completely absent, which I think is. is what happens when you emphasize something that is not really emphasized,
1: right? You know, at least not in our face. Yeah, at least not for for that age group, right? <laughs> right. You know, it, culturally. Now, I'm not saying like I mean, you can read the Bible, and there's there's a lot of talk about uh, sexual relations and and what to do and what not to do. Um and you look back culturally and you think people got married a lot younger then, mm. but from a maturity standpoint, um, <laughs> like to to talk about those things at that age now, yeah. whereas 13 and 14-year-olds now are not as mature as maybe 13 or 14-year-olds were in biblical times, uh, it seems kind of like silly. <laughs> and I think maybe as Christians we've set ourselves up for some of the problems that we're experiencing. And like we talked about last week, we don't want to be polemical. We don't want to talk about – Against uh, the purity culture, we just want to talk mm-hmm. about it.
0: Yeah, that was everything I just gave was from my own
1: perspective. Yeah, yeah. And so, from my perspective, grew up in a in a, for lack of a better term, Christian home. We weren't in church every Sunday. For there was a huge part of my childhood where we weren't in church at all. Um, so I didn't get the youth group thing. Um, I went to a Christian school, and maybe maybe it got talked about, but it was, it was a super conservative Christian school. So probably it probably went with that second approach where we just kind of didn't talk about it at all. Third approach. Yeah. The third approach, not the one where we told you you were going to hell if you, <laughs> if you did it. Um, but anyway, and so, but it was always kind of like just expected of me not to have, uh, physical sexual relationships with anyone, which, uh, if you knew me growing up was not a hard goal. To achieve, um, it, like even in high school and stuff like that, and so uh, anyway, it wasn't it wasn't for lack of trying, <laughs> it, but it just it just I was told that this wasn't a good idea, like I shouldn't do it, and I, but I wasn't ever really t- I wasn't told that it was explicit explicitly because Christianity <laughs> condemned it or whatever, um, and so it really wasn't until I became a Christian that I got in, that I encountered. Mm -hmm. this sort of Christian ethic of, of sexuality. Yeah. I I remember when
0: you wanted to join the church, um, you were living and I don't, I don't want to us up. Okay. You were living with Roya, who was your fiance right at the time.
1: Yes. We had just gotten engaged
0: and our, you know, this is props to you, but um, you, you could not, at the time, you could not, and still today, you could not join our church while you were living
1: with your fiance, even even if, if you, you were, if, yeah. even if, if you abstinent. promised. Yeah, yeah, which we did. We, we had had the conversation with our pastor about that and said, you know what, look, we're living together because uh, we have a mortgage. Like, I mean, you know, it's not <laughs> like, you know, we, we had lived together before then. We had an apartment. Right. And it really wasn't logistically possible for us to move back in us separately with parents and so we said okay we're gonna we we bought a house and and we were living together but we may had this commitment that we made to one another and we were terrible at it like we i mean it wasn't that we we were we weren't uh we weren't royalists <laughs> we weren't monks you know and what's she
0: gonna think about you spilling the beans nah she
1: i mean we've told our te- we we share our our story uh plenty of times in the in the church setting anyway so um and so we did, yeah, we wanted to join the church uh, before we got married and, and talking with our pastor. He was like, look, um, you guys' lives are so intertwined right now. It doesn't make any sense for you guys to to move out mm-hmm. or, or to, get, to sell the house and get separate living arrangements. He goes, you know, do your life together, but then at night, one of you just sleep somewhere else, mm-hmm. which in our context made sense because a family member lived not that far away. So it was almost like we were dating, but, but very, very close. And so anyway, that, uh, that's kind of what we did and and not that we were perfect at it, like I said, but, uh, but that was sort of this. And I I found that nuance, if you will, which Mm. some probably people wouldn't even view that as nuance. That's super restrictive. Um, that helped us. Right. You know?
0: And that that's a good thing. That's one of the good things about what we're talking about today. Yeah. Is um the intentions were right. th- were there. Yeah, you the know, intentions
1: the, of this movement are good. And it's maybe started by good people mm-hmm. um at the time with good intentions. But it was ex- the execution has been bad. Yeah. Right. And we've seen it on both sides. We've seen <laughs> we've seen it hurt people. Um, and I've been, you know, I consider myself very fortunate to, to have the, what I believe is to be a healthy view of, of sex and physical relationships, um, inside of a Christian worldview. Um, and I guess our goal, my goal for talking about this is f- to, to myself to just kind of give thanks that I've, that i have not experienced some of these hardships and also to give hope to people maybe that have on either side Mm -hmm. of this, um, to know that there is a, there is a, which is, I guess, sort of our goal for our whole podcast, right? To let people know that there's like a middle, yes, there's a middle way. There's a middle way. Yeah. And it's not compromise and it's not, um, it's not, well, compromise isn't bad,
0: right? It's It's not, it's
1: not, it's not, Compromise from one side and <clears throat> lack of acceptance from another side. Right. It's yeah, both. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I think uh, anytime one aspect of the faith is emphasized to a degree that this is the only thing yeah. that we're focusing on. Yeah. Um, And even to go beyond really what, what God has said. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think we have evidence in this culture and other instances where anytime the emphasis is out of whack, yeah. Um, it's not in step with the message we get from scripture. Right. Yeah.
1: I was going to say that. I was going to say that
0: because never, never in, never in these weekends was it spoken positively Mm. about singleness. Right. And, you know, we had mentioned that's, that's probably another topic, but it was the, it was extremes.
1: Right. Um, You're either a a eunuch monk (laughs) or you're a, um, you're having licentious, like just, uh, sex addict, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, you're, it's all full on display all the time. Yeah. 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 And and I, I, I get that. There wasn't a whole lot, there's not a whole lot of nuance Mm -hmm. in that. Um, so the, the
0: the emphasis of our faith is Christ. Absolutely,
1: um, we're not pure, right? And we never will be. Yes, apart from Him. Apart from. And him. And so we we want to focus on the only pure yes one, and that's Him.
0: So whenever whenever like the whenever like behavioral things about our faith are emphasized, we're we're losing the entire point. Yeah, um,
1: that's good because I'm I, I was gonna say. Um, the emphasis on, especially in America, I, I can't speak for anywhere else because no, I don't live there. The emphasis on sexuality, from from a Christian or non Christian perspective, is it's ultimate. It's, it was silly. Yeah, it's made to be ultimate. It's made to be seen. Does as the New Testament mention it? Yes. <laughs> is it is it important? Yes, but it's not ultimate. Right. There are tons of other character flaws mentioned. In the New Testament. And I don't want to go as far as what some people have said, oh, the Bible, the New Testament whispers about sexual sin. I don't think that's the case. I think it's explicit when it's mentioned, but it's not, it's not the end all be all.
0: The, The most growth I've experienced in my marriage has been in seasons where we haven't been having sex. Yeah. Like, like, you know, she, we just had a newborn. And so no sex is happening <laughs> <from> like 11 <laughs> to 12 months you and do then what you just did to me <laughs> and then you literally can't yes. for 6 weeks after that right. and maybe even sometime yeah i that was one of the most enjoyable experience most enjoyable seasons i've i've had in a while with faith
1: Because it causes you to seek satisfaction and from in a non physical way, right? From other places,
0: and that's not the message I got at uh, Passion for Purity. Yeah. I got either don't have sex when you're not married, yeah. or when you're married, it's going <laughs> to be all about sex it every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's just when we make the emphasis on anything other than Christ, when we, when the emphasis when the emphases are on behavioral aspects of our faith mm-hmm. instead of
1: the objects, instead of the object, yeah, yeah, we've lost the point. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm, I'm good if you're good. Yeah, that's excellent. I think it's a good place to stop. Uh, and, and just kind of in, <laughs> in light of our last couple episodes, um, you know, make the main thing the main thing. Yeah. And wrestle with the other things, mm-hmm. but never make those other things ultimate. Right.
0: Yeah. And that's what we want to do today. We want to be balanced in our faith, and we want to look unto Christ. And until next time, may the Lord make His channel for his peace.